Watch out, oh, watch out, oh, watch out, yeah. That's my shot, that's my shot, that's my shot, yeah. Spending, I'm spending on my pain. What's up, guys? This is week four of Round the Game Clock podcast. I'm here with Cooper Wright once again. Cooper, thank you for coming on. And this week, we are shifting back to the NBA, where we will be bringing up our top 10 NBA players of all-time list. These are completely debatable. Um, These are all all our own opinions. And we actually have our honorable mentions, too. Uh, Just players that are right outside the list, but players that we don't think necessarily fit that list. Uh, I'll start right away with my honorable mentions, and I'll just say Larry Bird, who I think can definitely be on that list, but it's so competitive. Uh, Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, John Havlicek, Allen Iverson, and Karl Malone. And uh, I'll let Cooper give his list. My honor mentions, I have pretty much the same as his, although I also have Kevin Durant and John Stockton up there for my honorable mentions. That's just what they've done for the league. Good players, good players, once again. Uh, now we'll get right into the list here, and I'll let Cooper go ahead with his number 10 player. All right, so for my number 10, I got Shaquille O'Neal, probably one of the best big men, if not the one of the most dominant big men in and out, in the paint to ever do it, you know. Rebounds, points, I feel like he give you everything. Yeah, so what, what I did was I have Shaq higher, pers- one higher personally. Uh, I think Hakeem can be higher even because he's done, literally he's been so high up on the list and he retired like top 10 all time for almost everything he's done. But certainly Shaq is on the list and I wouldn't say he's higher, but he's won four chips, three finals MVPs. Uh, he's been rookie of the year. Uh, his defense is insane. He gets multiple blocks. He's just insane. And I guess I could agree with that that pick. Like, I agree he's up there. Um, but for number 10, I have Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, like I said, he's, he's won two NBA chips. He's been a two-time finals MVP, defensive player of the year, uh, 12 times all-star. Uh, let me bring up these facts real quick and say that he's retired top 10 all-time for blocks, scoring, rebounding, and steals. And the only player in NBA history to retire top 10 in all those categories. What do you think about that? Um, you know, I think Hakeem is definitely top 10 caliber. I had him just outside my list, though. Due to the fact that, you know, I didn't feel like... I personally didn't, like, feel like he had a huge impact on the teams he played. Like, obviously, he put up amazing stats. Like, it's insane what he's done, like, for the league and, like, what he's done. But... I feel like I've never seen him as, like, a leader leader of, like, his team. Like, I feel like he's always needed that, like, extra help to really get that NBA championship. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I kind of just figured, like, overall his own stats, like, personally, he's just been insane for all, all the years he's done it. And another stat I wanted to bring up, he's, he's the only player in NBA history to win regular season MVP, finals MVP, and defensive player of the year all in the same season that's that is absolutely insane a stat that i've never seen before and who knows if we'll see it again yeah that's insane yeah so now breaking it down i had Shaq at number nine uh we all know what he's done we all know who he is one four times three-time finals mvp uh the double doubles he's seventh all-time in scoring three a number three all-time in field goal percentage and probably the most dominant big man, the most powerful big man I've ever seen play. 
Now I'll let you get to number eight. Actually, no. Who's your number nine? My number nine, I have Magic Johnson. Probably. He's higher up than that. All right. Number so, nine. Magic is a great player. Obviously, like his leadership, I feel like he almost kind of brought in the idea of big body point guards, which is kind of becoming a new, like, popular thing in the NBA. But I feel like Magic's stats didn't fully kind of mesh up with, like, his, like, accomplishments. And I feel like he definitely could have, I guess, had more chances to prove himself. But, like, I feel like him playing with, like, players like Kareem, like, really kind of, like, tanked his stats a bit too much for me to really put him up higher. I mean, being around a Lakers franchise is going to bring you bring you so up high in, in, in stats. And... uh I, I personally have him at six, but uh, we'll get back. Right, we'll get right down to number eight. I have Steph Curry. Uh, this had to be a, a switch for me because I had Larry Bird, and it was just such a like I don't know. I uh, so he's a he's a three-time NBA champion, two-time MV, MVP, uh, the only anonymous MVP uh, vote getter that that's ever been that's ever happened. Um, he's number one all-time in threes. He passed Ray Allen. Correction, he is second all-time behind Ray Allen, and he, I believe, will pass him this season. And is the Warriors franchise leader in points, assists, three-point field goals made, assists in playoffs, steals in, play- steals in playoffs, and the points in playoffs. And he's also the franchise record holder for triple-doubles as a rookie. Um, he set records for three-pointers with 402. And most three-pointers in a single playoffs, which was 98. And that's tied with his teammate, Clay Thompson. So this list just goes on and on. And he's the greatest shooter ever to ever live. And personally, by the time he retires, I think he'll have even a better career than Magic Johnson. What do you I, think about that? I truly agree with that. I have Steph actually at my number seven, which is the next one. Obviously... Okay literally the greatest shooter of all time he's completely changed the league on how people play the game and how like how what the nba used to be what like the three point used to be like kind of like a for like a ignored kind of shot like people were like oh it's not great but now you see like after like i feel like players like steph and ray like after they really showed like the power of being able to shoot that three pointer like it's Mm -hmm. changed the league in so many ways and steph currently like even steph who's going into probably his older age seasons right now, he's currently on pace to break his most three-pointers in a, in the, in a season, actually, which was previously set at, like, 409 or something. Yeah, 400. But it's just, like... he's about to, right now, he's on, rec- he's on pace to actually destroy his record, which is absolutely insane at, like, 33 years old. Yeah, he's, like, 33, 34. He's outpacing literally everyone, like... He's going to 100-plus three-pointers over Ray Allen by the end of his career. And Ray Allen was as insane of a shooter as we as most people have ever seen. But, yes, Steph Curry, number eight, number seven, I think whatever way you want to put it at that number is, is really fine because he's that great. Number seven, go ahead with your pick. All right, so obviously I haven't gotten to go over my number eight, though, which was actually oh, go ahead, Larry go ahead. Legend, Larry, Larry Legend. Bird. Probably as a, yep. one of the most dominant scorers I think I've ever seen play in the NBA. You can get, he can shoot a three pointer on you. He can shoot a mid range right over your head. He can dunk on you if he really wanted to. I feel like, 
Although he was kind of like uh, he's kind of like, like Kevin Durant before he, like he came into the league. He was he was he reminded me of Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant before he came into the league. You know, like there's Could a lot of like comparisons between them, but I I feel like Larry I was as as like as of right now definitely has the leg up over Kevin Durant. I don't know. I feel like one of the most dominant scorers. You can't leave him out, and obviously. Like as and live being on a team with other superstars like Kevin McHale, I feel like obviously not a top ten all time, but still one of the greatest NBA players ever. And the stats that he put up with other like great teammates is just insane. Like I couldn't imagine him on his own team. Yeah, I feel like part of what this list encompasses is like what you can do as a whole for a team, and playing around people that may not be the best. Like, Steph Curry being on a Warriors franchise that has never been great and then leading them to, like, literally the best record, literally the best record in NBA history, 73-9, right and, and they have the best record right now this season at, like, 18-2. and two. So, to be that great and to be that big of a leader and transform into that, really, it shows what you have been able to do. So, I, I think... Number eight, Larry Bird can be number eight. Steph Curry can be number eight. They're both that good. So now we'll move to number seven. Go ahead with your seven. Again, as I said before, my seven, Steph. I feel like I shouldn't yeah. have to say anymore. We just talked about him so much, how great We know he who is. that man is. We all know. Yep. I'll bring up that Kobe is number seven, but like I said, all these players can be higher. They can be lower. They can be anywhere on the list. But Kobe has to be on the list for obvious reasons. One, one NBA Finals five times. Uh, he had an MVP, two-time Finals MVP. 12-time uh, All-NBA defense. Cannot count out Kobe's defense because I cannot say enough about how impactful he's been on the, on the defensive end. Uh, he's the Lakers' all-time scorer and is four fourth on the NBA all-time scoring list. And he's probably the only player on... Only player to have two separate, in my opinion, Hall of Fame careers with two different jersey numbers. That's, I know. Actually, I have Kobe at my number six right next. <laughs> literally, good thing that we're on par with each other and agreeing. But yeah, literally, like Kobe, obviously, his offensive and defensive impact is just insane about what he's done throughout his career. Like, and obviously, like, he played for also a pretty long time, too, and... I think to be obviously the Lakers franchise leading scorer on such an impactful like team that's always been I feel like dominant throughout the league years is just crazy. And to and coming right out of his rookie season to match up with literally Michael Jordan the goat himself and to like play defense against him really just shocked so many people and like literally a mini Michael Jordan. I think that sums it up about him. Uh both of those Hall of Fame careers had over 16,000 plus career points just from those two uh, jersey numbers that he wore. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. Like, literally Hall of Fame careers, two separate, like, can't say anything else about that. Number six, go right ahead. All right, so I had Kobe at number six, obviously. Again, we just talked about him. Good thing that we're kind of on par with each other. But we are, really, for the most part. Yeah, Kobe's Kobe. I don't need to say anymore. Number six for me is Magic. Uh, I think he's a little higher up. He's that good. Like he has the size of Ben Simmons for a point guard. Like big first, really big point guard to come into the league, for the most part. 
Uh, five-time NBA champion, three-time finals MVP. Uh, he's third all-time in triple doubles, 138 of them. And he's number one all-time in assists with like over over 10,000. He averaged a double-double every season. And he's ranking right now top five in history for points, rebounds, steals, and minutes played. So another guy that did it all as a point guard. And obviously a Lakers franchise that always been successful. So I feel like he has to be like fifth or sixth in my opinion. Yeah, Magic's insane. I feel like he's one of those guys who I feel like can bounce around anywhere on the list. And it all makes sense no matter where you put him. Obviously, I put him a bit lower on the list just for my personal preference. But I could definitely see him be up there in that top six, even top five. Yeah, he's, he's averaging top, like really top of the list in points, assists, rebounds, doing it all. Now we'll get to five. Five. Give it away five. My five, I got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the greatest, I think, scorer throughout. Obviously, he holds the number one scoring of, like, all time throughout his career. And, you know, obviously, Kareem, like, start of his season, start of his career played on the Milwaukee Bucks, which were kind of like this, like, not like forgotten team like no one really cared about them they weren't that good and obviously that's where he made his biggest impact just coming out of literally being such a young player and absolutely just carrying just like a box team that i feel like had no hope without him just to like the what conference finals yeah. that's just insane what he's done like on the court and just his leadership all true all true and obviously Great, great player. And now we'll get to number five. I'll get I'll get to write, write to my number five, and I have Wilt. He could be higher, but he's only won two chips, I feel, and he's only been finals MVP once. Uh, his points are insane. That's why he has to be so high. He literally averaged, like, 40-plus points, like, almost every season. He had, like, two or three seasons where he averaged 30. Um... We can't forget about the 100-point game he had. Oh, yeah, the 100-point game. Is, it's just crazy what, what he did. Most most teams on a night average that in a game. Most teams. Um, he averaged 50 points and nearly 26 rebounds a game in his last season with Philly. And he won the scoring title seven times. And the rebounding title 11 times. NBA record. I, I can't say enough about who he is. And... People, some some people forget about him, so I think it's only fair that he's he's top five on that list. Number four, get right to him, man. Number four, I got the man who probably destroyed Wilt's career, Bill Russell. You know, obviously, when you think of Bill Russell, you think of his 11 rings with the over, what, 13 years, so he only lost twice in his career with the Celtics. And, you know, obviously, at the time, the Celtics were probably the definition of a super team they were just absolutely stacked with all-stars and great players and yet you have someone like bill russell who not a huge point scorer kind of just came into the league and just like he carried on defense like it's insane like defensively i feel like his defense alone won him like some like his mvps and he has so many dpois it's just it's crazy like what he's done on being on such a dominant team too like not being like the only like all-star up there yeah he averaged second all-time in rebounds um and 11 rings like he carried their franchise for so many years 
and was such a key part of their success, like overall. Um, I have him at four. I think he's three or four easily, winning like dominating the the league, and that's really all that can be said about him. Like absolute domination and and just probably the most winningest player in NBA history. Yeah. Um, lastly, we'll just break down these last three players in the top three and just list these players here. Cooper, go ahead with your number three. My number three, I have LeBron James. Obviously, great, probably one of the greatest all-around players. You can't overlook him. Yep. Um, third, I have Kareem. Uh, he is, like, probably the, one of the greatest scorers of all time and cannot be overlooked. He's probably third or fourth. I think you can't move him any lower or higher than that. But six-time NBA champion, so he's won. He's been around teams, uh, Bucks, Lakers. Uh, number two, go right ahead. Number two, obviously, we said him earlier, but I'm going to say him now. I got Will at number two. Probably one of the craziest picks, you know. Like, I was talking with my friends about this list, and they are like, you really have Will at two, but, like, I feel bad for Will because he had to go against these Celtic super teams for most of his career. And it's just even going against the Celtics, he still he would like pretty much single handedly lead his team to the NBA finals every single year. Just from how dominant alone he was. Obviously a two time MVP, but like the stats he put up through his career, there's a season I think he averaged 40 points and 50 rebounds, which is almost absurd yeah, to think like about. Yeah, average like 50 points and like almost 30 rebounds in a season. I know. It's insane. Like, obviously, he has all the top point scoring games, probably probably all the top rebounding games. It's just insane what he's done throughout his career. Having my number two, I mean, I kind of went off overall, like, winning, being on, like, I feel like overall for a player, I think he he could be two or three. Like it really goes anyway. Yeah, I kind of put my list more about stats and kind of like impact, and I did more about like like overall like rings and stuff. So that's why I have him so high. No, I could agree with it. Um, second, I have LeBron James. Um, second or third is really the only way to put him up there because he's top of the list in almost any category, and he's. 36 years old, I think almost 37 or something like that. And he's got a couple more years to go and being so high in surpassing so many players. Uh, his accolades leading his teams to not like nine out of the past 11 NBA finals. Um, and to do it with so many great players and it, it's really crazy. So I have to put him at second and number one, go right ahead. Number one, I go think this himself. is unanimous. Michael it is Jordan. Michael Jordan there's right no, there. There's no competition. He's got the winningness. He's got the stats. He single hand, I feel like single handedly pretty much carried his team to six rings. And he like, it's just crazy what he's done. And doing it, doing it in such a league where it was so tough and you had so many already talented players and to just outmatch and outplay them on both ends of the court, I think it only sums it up in what he's done and will never be done by any other player because he's the GOAT. He's Nin the GOAT. Yeah, the 90s NBA and was probably one of the most physical points in the NBA where fighting was like regular almost. Yeah. And like obviously you see that Shit. in what was the Bad Boy Pistons with Isaiah Thomas. 
literally they would just beat up Michael Jordan because there was no other way to deal no with him. No other way to get Because you couldn't him. defend him. No other way. All right, that about wraps it up for this week on Around the Game Puck Podcast. Appreciate you for tuning in for yet another week. Um, Cooper, thank you for coming on yet again. Really appreciate it. And that about wraps it up. Have a great day.